sustainable living. For a lot of people out there, especially moms, it seems like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up overwhelmed instead of inspired and ready to take action. Motherhood's hard enough without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption in order to live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, so I'm so excited for this episode. This is something that a lot of people do, but just don't realize how impactful it is and how beneficial it is for the environment. So today I'm going to be talking about thrift shopping. So I know that this is kind of like a split topic. Probably half the people that I know do thrift shop and they love it and just feel like it's a good way to buy and find cool, unique items. And then the other half of the people that I know are like, oh, that's gross. Like I would never buy secondhand clothes or just don't even really know how to thrift shop. So whatever your feelings are about thrift stores, I hope that I can kind of change your mindset about them today. Or if you love thrifting and you're a huge thrift shopper already, I hope that I can at least give you a little bit of insight as to why what you are doing is so badass and good for the environment. So buying anything secondhand is beneficial, but I'm going to focus on clothes and the fashion industry first. So when it comes to buying clothes, One of the biggest issues right now, especially from an environmental standpoint, is the fast fashion industry. And if this isn't really something that you are familiar with or something that you, it's pretty much the cycle of these big fashion companies mass producing clothes that are outsourced in places overseas. And these clothes are very, very cheap to make. They're usually very cheap to buy. And they're also, the majority of the time, not made well, so they don't really hold up well. They're not durable. They just follow current trends, and they're not really made to last. They're just made very cheap and mass-produced and redistributed. So these mass-produced, cheap, imported clothes are not only an environmental issue, but a human rights issue as well. And that's because these clothes that are sold for super, super cheap and are mass produced, they are created in poor countries overseas. And like, let's, I'll just give an example. So a tank top at Walmart, that's like $4, right? Walmart buys huge quantities of these clothes or outsources the production of them to very cheap factories overseas. So if Walmart sells these t-shirts for like $3, that means they probably only paid like a dollar per clothing article or less, which means that the workers who created these clothes that are being sold for so cheap are getting paid pennies. Most of these workers are severely underpaid, mistreated, and honestly, I could just talk about this forever because there are so many horrible issues surrounding the poor treatment of workers that run the fast fashion industry. So when you buy these super cheap, not durable clothing items from these big box stores and these companies that mass produce these clothes, it's not only an environmental issue, it is also a huge human rights issue as well. So overall, moral of the story, the fast fashion industry is just horrible and 
if it is possible for you to take a stand against that and do something that doesn't support the fast fashion industry, that is definitely the way to go. Now, I will kind of pause for a second and say I am not ostracizing anybody who buys from these big box stores or supports the fast fashion industry. A lot of people buy from these places not really realizing the issues behind it and not realizing what goes on behind that $5 t-shirt that they're buying. And more than that, I want to also kind of just touch on the fact that not everybody has the privilege to not only realize what goes on behind the fast fashion industry, but not everybody has the choice or the privilege to buy something that is not supporting the fast fashion industry. And again, a lot of people just aren't educated on the subject. And I know I wasn't educated about this a few years ago either. Um, Obviously, I knew that if I was buying a super cheap shirt from Target, that it had to be made cheaply in order for me to be buying it new cheaply. But I definitely, at one point in my life, did not realize what a huge issue this was behind the scenes. So if you are someone that is hearing this for the first time and you are feeling guilty, please don't because that is not what I'm trying to do with this episode. I'm just trying to bring this to light. That way, if it's not something that you've heard of before, you can go forward with this knowledge. So more than just the human rights issue, these items that are produced by the fast fashion industry are not made to last. If these are made with cheap materials and just overall not really made well, they are not made to last. So this used to happen to me all the time. I would I was an avid Forever 21 shopper and I would buy a shirt or a pair of shorts from them and after like two or three washes, they would rip, they would start falling apart at the seams. And this I didn't realize that it was pretty much directly feeding into consumerism because they intentionally make these products that aren't made to last because they want you to keep coming back to buy more. It's really a smart marketing tactic in order to draw you in because if you go and buy a shirt that's super, super cute and trendy and you love wearing it, but then it breaks after like three washes or it starts ripping and coming apart, you're going to want to go back and get another one. And a lot of people don't realize that the next product that they buy is going to do the same thing, right? So These companies just have such a great way of this marketing tactic of making super cute but super cheap items that don't last. Because if items don't last, you have to go and spend more money, which further supports them and gives these big corporations money because you have to keep rebuying these products. So all in all, the fast fashion industry is just this huge, horrible problem that leads into the cycle of overconsumption and consumerism. And that's why it is so impactful to buy your clothes secondhand. By buying your clothes secondhand, whether it's from thrift stores or buying them from your friends once they outgrow them or don't like them anymore, or buying from Facebook Marketplace, whatever you do, wherever you buy the secondhand items, that's why it's so impactful because you're going against the grain and buying used, which extends the life of a product and doesn't encourage the fast fashion industry. So now on to the actual benefits of thrift shopping. 
So the first and probably most obvious benefit of thrift shopping is that it is cheap. There are some like thrift shop boutiques that upcharge the heck out of their vintage items. But if you go to your local Goodwill or your local whatever thrift store you have in your area, typically it is cheaper than buying things new from the store. So whether or not you are trying to save money or you don't really care about that aspect of it, it is always nice to find items that are cheaper and to save you money. The next benefit of thrift shopping is that a lot of times these are products that are vintage or old, at least like a few years old, if not 20 to 30 years old, which means that they're good quality. If those vintage jeans and t-shirts have survived since the 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever, that means that they're durable and built to last. The older items that you see when you walk into thrift stores, whether it's jeans, t-shirts, clothes, decor, whatever it is, you can really see how well it's held up over the years. And you can see if the fabric has pilled, if it's been falling apart at the seams, just stuff like that. So I, I really truly believe that old items or items back 20, 30, 40 years ago were just better quality. And I think that this has a lot to do with the fact that online shopping wasn't a thing. People had to buy their clothes in person because they didn't have the internet to buy clothes from. So obviously, if you see a product up close and personal and you get to touch it and you get to try it on, you can pretty much immediately tell if it's made well, if it was good quality. So back then, wow, it feels so weird to even say back then, considering it was like maybe 20 years ago. But really, back then, items just were better quality because if they weren't good quality, they wouldn't be bought. So if you see that sweater or that t-shirt that was stuck in a grandma's closet, at least you know that if it was from like the 70s or the 80s, that it's been washed probably hundreds of times and it hasn't started falling apart yet. And this pretty much directly goes against the fast fashion industry where everything falls apart after like five washes. So durability when buying secondhand products is just such a huge benefit aside from it being affordable. Now those are pretty much the the two biggest personal benefits of thrift shopping, but now I want to touch on the environmental impacts of thrift shopping, which is really the entire reason that I created this episode. Um there are two main points that I want to make besides just being cheap and durable and beneficial to the consumer of why thrift shopping is so beneficial to the environment as well. So the first point that I want to make is that when you buy an item secondhand versus from a like big box store or a major corporation, you are driving down the demand of those products from major fossil fuel contributing manufacturers. The less people that buy stuff from those big stores, the less they make. It's really as simple as supply and demand, right? Everybody knows that the biggest marketing tactic that companies use is supply and demand. The more demand there is for certain products, the more they will make them. And if these are big companies that do most of their work or outsource most of their work overseas, these are usually major fossil fuel contributors. So the more people buy from thrift stores, the more the demand will lower for the production of those items. And this means that you're reducing the need for fossil fuel emissions that are used to create those products. So the less people that buy, whether it's clothes or decor, whatever it is, the less people that 
buy those from big manufacturers, the less of that product the big manufacturers will make. And the less product that they make, the less fossil fuel emissions and resources they have to use up in order to create those products. The next big win for the environment that comes when you buy secondhand is that you're keeping these items out of landfills. It's such a great win for sustainability when you buy secondhand because you're essentially extending the life of these products. So many resources have to go into the creation of these products and the production of them. So getting the most use out of these products as possible by donating and buying secondhand and then donating after you finish using it is so beneficial and impactful for the environment. And also you're saving that product from a landfill. Many, many thrift stores, whatever products that they don't use after a certain amount of time, they either get bagged up and sent to a big warehouse. And a lot of times they'll actually end up just throwing whatever doesn't sell away. So if you go into a thrift store, you're essentially saving a product from getting thrown into a landfill and contributing to unnecessary waste. A study done in 2016 actually showed that one in two Americans threw clothes, literally just perfectly usable, fine clothes, straight in the trash. That means at least in 2016, from whatever research that this survey used, That means that 50% of Americans don't donate their used items. According to this study, the average U.S. citizen in 2016 threw away 81 pounds of clothes just in one year. That amounted to 26 billion pounds of clothing and textiles that were thrown into landfills. And this was all because people didn't want to donate their used clothes and because apparently one in three of them said that it was easier to throw them away into the trash than it was to donate. So anytime that you buy secondhand, whether it's from Facebook Marketplace or from the thrift store, you are saving these clothes from landfills, which obviously there are already enough perfectly usable clothing and items that get thrown into landfills anyway because people either don't really think to donate them or just straight up don't feel like going and taking them to their local thrift store. Even if you're not someone that has a lot of thrift stores in your area, there are still ways that you can donate used clothing and used items rather than just throwing them in the trash. One really good way to do this is to simply put out a curb alert. There have been times where I have a bag of baby clothes or a bunch of baby toys or whatever it is that I didn't need anymore and I put on Marketplace free bag of women's clothes or free bag of baby clothes. And within like five or 10 minutes, someone that needed them would message me and come pick them up. So even if you don't have a thrift store to drop things off and donate them for, you can still give them to people in your community for free that need them. Or you can find a reselling app or a reselling website and you can sell them yourself online and make a little bit of money from them. Any of those options are better than contributing to waste by throwing them into a landfill unless what you're throwing away is actually trash or completely unusable. So pretty much just as important and beneficial as thrift shopping in general is, it is equally as important to donate your unused or unwanted items. And again, I don't want to come across as judgmental. If you're someone that has said, I absolutely hate this t-shirt, I never want to see it again, and you threw it in the trash, 
Again, I'm not judging you at all. I probably have done that before too, like way back when in high school or middle school or whatever. So I'm not saying that you're horrible if you've thrown away perfectly good items. I am just saying from here on out, if it is possible for you to donate instead of throwing away, it is so impactful for the environment. So next time that you are purging your house or going through your wardrobe or your kid's wardrobe, Get a big bag, whether it's a trash bag, you can get a box, a laundry basket, whatever you can grab and throw all of your unwanted items there and then stick it in the back of your trunk. And next time you pop into your local thrift store, you can drop those items off for the donations. It is usually very, very quick and easy. Every single thrift store that you go to probably accepts donations because that's how they get the inventory to sell. So you can simply walk up to the cashier, ask where you can drop off donations, or a lot of them will have drop boxes right outside, like near the parking area. It's usually very, very easy to donate your used items. Another benefit of taking your unwanted items to the thrift store is that it can also be used as a tax write-off. You can ask whoever you're dropping off the donation with to give you a donation receipt or a little I think they have forms specifically for like tax season, but you can just ask them for a donation receipt and they'll give you a receipt saying that you donated. And then come tax return time, you might get a little bit of extra money back because you donated to your local thrift store. So it is really just a win, win, win all around. And another really cool part about thrift stores is that they created 100,000 jobs in the United States, and it contributed to $1 billion created in wages in the United States. So thrifting all around is really just beneficial. It is a win for the consumer because you get good, durable, and cheap products. It is a win for the environment because you fight against the fast fashion industry and these major fossil fuel emitting corporations. And it is another one for the environment because you keep items out of landfills and you're also supporting your local economy. So it's totally fine if you thrift shop and you don't really think about the environmental benefits of it. But now, next time that you go thrifting, not only can you say, ooh, what am I going to find today? You can also say, ooh, what am I going to find today? And I'm helping the environment. So go thrift shopping. Not only can you find good quality stuff for cheap, you are also helping out the environment tremendously when you buy secondhand. When you go thrift shopping, instead of throwing away your used items, take a bag and donate it to your local thrift store. And then you can feel even better when you're doing your rounds going shopping, knowing that you just helped out the thrift store by donating your old items. And make sure when you're going thrifting with your friends to encourage them to donate their unused items as well. I really believe that people do what they see other people doing. So if you are someone who loves going thrift shopping, I really encourage you to take a friend next time, show them the ropes of thrift shopping, and also encourage them to donate their unused items too. That way you can keep even more products out of landfills. So if you want to save the world, go thrift shopping, buy secondhand. It is just a win-win-win all around and it's so good for the environment and just amazing in general. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Unrooted Mom podcast. 
If you guys enjoyed this episode, I would absolutely love if next time you guys go thrift shopping, post it in your stories or shoot me a DM of your thrift haul. I would absolutely love to see them. To connect with me on Instagram, it's just at Unrooted Mama. And if you guys haven't yet, go grab my sustainability starter kit. If you are trying to live a more eco-friendly life, but you don't really know where to start, it is a completely free PDF download. You can get it at www.unrootedmama.com slash starter kit. I will tag it in the show notes. That way it's easy to get to, but it's literally free. It is packed with great information. So go snag one of those if you haven't already. And with that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Until next time.